My name is Jenny Dietrich, and I'm a perfectionist. It took me a long, long time to realize that this character flaw was preventing my team from excelling. In fact, they were beaten down and churn was high. I couldn't figure out why. We were doing good work. We had great clients, and yet people didn't stick around for very long. Really not much longer than a year. It was rough, and I had to take a long, hard look at myself to figure out what was going on. Turns out, people do want to do good work and work with great clients. They don't, however, want to have their work torn apart by their boss in the name of perfectionism. Where I thought I was coaching to help them improve, they took it as my not trusting them to do their work correctly the first time. Of course, no one actually told me that when they resigned. They just found another job and went on their merry way. It took a couple of bad experiences and some introspection to figure out why everyone was leaving in droves. Even still, it was hard for me to give it up. It still is. But I'm highly aware today, and I work very hard not to let it get in the way. On this week's Spinsex podcast episode, we'll discuss getting out of the way of perfectionism in order to succeed. If you're a communications pro who works hard, doesn't compromise quality, and gets the job done, welcome home. We'll share our tips, tricks, and stories, and together we will change the face of PR. Spin sucks, but we don't. With the Spin Sucks podcast, here's Jenny Dietrich. Welcome back to the Spin Sucks podcast. I'm Jenny Dietrich. During the pandemic, we added on a service for clients because we saw a need. In many cases, they had laid off their marketing teams but still needed marketing and communication support. They couldn't afford the full teams they once had, but could afford what I would call fractional support, someone or a team who could work with them half or quarter time. As the years passed and clients began to hire again, my team and I became more of a professional development and training team. We helped to hire, onboard, and train their new marketing comms teams so that we could transition the work effectively and nothing was missed. During those transitions, I led my team and several teams for our clients. A lot of people were reporting directly to me. And I quickly found out that I just didn't have time to be perfect. I had to quickly give up that facade and learn to be okay with being finished and delivering results. Turns out everyone excelled, including me. Everyone loved having access to me to learn and gain new insights, and no one was burned out or leaving because I was chopping apart their work simply because it wasn't perfect. Fast forward to earlier this year, we had a client who was subbing for a colleague who was on maternity leave. This person started with the company just six months ago, and they've been our client for five years, so we've been there a little bit longer. We helped to build the marketing and comms teams that are there today. We did not, however, have a hand in hiring this person. The first piece of content we wrote after she stepped in, she ripped to shreds. Not because the messaging or direction was wrong, but because it wasn't how she would write it. I will never forget how I felt when I opened the document and saw it completely rewritten. In fact, I'm pretty sure I threw a hissy fit and said something along the lines of, doesn't she know who I am? How many books has she published? Oh, right. None. After I calmed down and stopped being a spoiled brat, I went back to her and had a productive conversation about how writing styles are different, and she's going to burn out her team and mine if she rewrites everything. To boot, I told her that we aren't going to make the kind of progress she wants to make while her colleague is out if she continues to work this way. I didn't tell her that people will stop doing their best work if they know she's just going to rewrite it. They're going to give her a first good draft, and that's it. We've thankfully gotten past that hurdle, but I am here to tell you it sucks to have someone do that to your work. It doesn't feel good, and I completely understand why I kept losing talented people in my own business. I was impossible to work with. 
I wish somebody had told me that's what was going on. Instead, it took me years to figure out. Studies show that perfectionism is actually on the rise. While the drive to exceed expectations is admirable, perfectionism can lead to excess self-criticism, <clears throat> poor quality of workplace performance, and more serious consequences like burnout and depression, just as I have experienced with my team in the past. To boot, perfectionists tend to be type A, <clears throat> so they are also hard-driving, highly motivated, and are seen as people who know how to duplicate time to get more things done. The trouble with that, though, is they have a hard time delegating. One of the things I find myself doing, even still today, is a client will ask me for something. And even though they're not asking me to do it, I have difficulty separating what I should be doing and what they're paying me to do from what my team should be doing. So I put it on a task list and it sits there for a few days as I tend to more pressing matters, you know, my actual job, the things that only I can do. And suddenly the deadline is upon us and I still haven't had time to do said thing. And now I can't delegate it to my team because I've procrastinated so long. There isn't any time for them to do it either. So I work during off hours or early in the morning to get it done on time. And of course, in perfect condition. When I'm exhausted by the end of the week, it's my own fault. And yet, in just a minute, I'll be back to talk you through how to give up your perfectionist personality and be okay with things being finished and generating results. I'll be right back. There are two things I want you to know about. The first is the Fundamentals of Media Measurement course that we just launched with Muckrack, and the second is the PESO Model Certification. Both will help you evolve your career this year as you learn how to measure your work using the PESO Model to get you there. The Fundamentals of Media Measurement course can teach you how to measure your earned media efforts, create a successful measurement strategy, and report on your success. It will take you about two hours, but it has quick bite-sized lessons you can take when convenient. It has actionable tips, step-by-step -step approaches, and examples from Jonna Burke, Christopher Penn, and me. Go to mrac.co slash spinsucks to learn more, get registered, and start your measurement journey today. That's mrac.co slash spinsucks. Please be sure to use that link because I get a gold star every time someone registers, and I love gold stars. And for those of you who need to evolve your career, learn how to integrate the work you do with marketing and amp up your measurement efforts, the PESO model certification is for you. Step up your game with an academically accredited PESO model certification from Spin Sucks and the SI Newhouse School of Public Communications at Syracuse University. Learn more about that by going to spinsucks.com academy, or you can go to spinsucks.com and click on academy in the navigation. And now, back to the show. So not only do perfectionists have a hard time delegating, they also tend to hoard assignments, spend time tweaking unimportant details, or micromanage, all of which leads to exhaustion and overworking for the individual and low morale for the team. Poor delegation can also hinder business results. In 2014, which I realize is almost a decade ago, a Gallup research team found that companies led by strong delegators achieved higher overall growth compared to companies whose leaders delegated less. And even though it was almost a decade ago, that still remains the case today. Delegation is an essential leadership skill, especially if you want to drive better results and achieve greater work-life balance. But it is hindered by a need to be perfect. Today, I often tell my team, at least once a day I have to have this conversation, not to let perfect get in the way of being finished. Sometimes it's perfectly, pun intended, okay to be okay with progress and getting results, even if it's not exactly perfect. As it turns out, your executives 
your clients, they much prefer results over perfectionism. And so does your team. If you need to learn how to become a recovering perfectionist, Psychology Today has some insightful advice. Consider the cost, start small, and share responsibility. Consider the cost. As I mentioned a few minutes ago, I'm exhausted by the time the weekend arrives. And that's usually because I've been a bad perfectionist. I've easily put in 14 to 16 hours a day because I was too lazy to delegate the moment the client asked us for something. The cost is that I'm putting in far too many hours and my work-life balance stinks. And the team sees this and wonders why I'm doing the work instead of them. The cost to them is a lack of trust and they slowly burn out. It's a great reminder of why delegation is key and perfectionism can be lost. Start small. One of the things I ask my agency owner clients to do once a quarter, and I do this myself too, is to make three lists. The first is the things you're going to do that you are doing that only you can do. So all of the things that you are the only person who can do it. The second is the things you're doing that you hate doing. Like for me, scheduling social media. I would rather do almost anything than schedule social media. So let's get that off my list. And the third thing is the things you're doing that can be delegated. A friend once said, if you're doing administrative work, you're an administrative assistant. It doesn't matter what your title is. That's what you are. Go through your lists and delegate things from the second and third. But don't do it just once and be done. I have our clients do it quarterly because things pile back up on the second and third lists because we're lazy and we haven't delegated and then it's too late to delegate. And then we have to make it a habit to learn how to delegate consistently. Hence, starting small. And then share responsibility. The Psychology Today article has this to say about sharing responsibility. As the delegator, your job is to define the what or the final deliverable and why or the context and purpose. Be clear about your expectations and criteria for success, but delegate authority over how the task is accomplished. This requires you to let go of rigid perfectionist thinking and the assumption that there is only one right way to achieve the end result, end quote. Consider the cost, start small, and share responsibility. If you start with these three things a year from now, you'll also be a mostly recovering perfectionist. If you'd like to have accountability partners on your journey to becoming a recovering perfectionist, join us in the SpinSucks community. You can find us at spinsucks.com slash spin hyphen sucks hyphen community. That's spinsucks.com slash spin hyphen sucks hyphen community. It's a community full of crazy smart professionals. It's free. It's fun. It's smart. And you might just learn a thing or two from your peers. I'll see you next week. If you're ready to change the face of PR, make sure you subscribe to the Spin Sucks podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a rating and a review. 